So we should probably get started officially. You know, hello, this is Texas Steampunk Connection. Re rebooted episode two. We are coming at you from various parts of Texas today because I find myself in West Texas and I need to report that it is still West. Yes. <laughs> Nothing has changed that I can tell. Um, and I'm not gonna have any other opinions other than that. And I'm still here <laughs> so how's everybody else doing? Shout and out to Austin. And it, very rarely, but apparently I'm east of everybody this this evening, so. <laughs> just barely. You're, just barely. you're, you're, you're practically barely. in the ghost town. I know, right? I sneeze. I can end up up there upside down in my car. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they are reopening with social distancing rules. Let me wish What's everyone that? happy International Steampunk Day, which apparently was yesterday. Yeah, it was. And... Yep. International Bourbon Day. Was that which is not a, It was also International Bourbon Day, which I don't think is a coincidence. It it can't be. There has to be a correlation. Someone had to sit there going, "This would be a great day," because there is an International Rum Day. I looked it up. There's a Pirate Day, but not oh, a yeah? Rum Day. Yeah. Oh, yes. No. No Rum Day. There should be a Rum Day. There's a lot of internet oh, points right there. <laughs> uh, internet points right there. That's, that's going to be our. That's going to be our picture for the front end of this. Just be dogs <laughs> wearing our hats. I'll edit it. Dogs wearing hats. <laughs> so I wanted to look up uh, what what the heck is International Steampunk Day and why is it yesterday? Um, because somebody needs to look silly things up. And according to the Steampunk Symposium website, around the world today is considered to be. They're writing yesterday. International Steampunk Day, but why June 14th yesterday? Uh, it turns out, and I'm cutting through a lot of text here, that on June 14th in 1822, Charles Babbage proposed the use of such a machine, such a, uh, a, a difference machine, to do calculations and calculate tables. And he suggested using it for the Royal Astronomical Society in a paper that he submitted there. He entitled it, Note on the Application of Machinery to the Computation of Astronomical and Mathematical Tables, which apparently are complete PTA, PIT, whatever it is. They're a pain to make. Yes, yes. Um, so this machine used decimal number systems and was powered by a cranking handle. So it was not not binary, it was base 10, and the British government wow. was interested, Love, yeah. and uh, they threw uh, 1,700 pounds at him to start the project. Uh, and apparently, <laughs> this, this machine was a lot more difficult to make than he expected, and the government keep, kept funding it to the tune of up to, up, ultimately, 17,000 pounds before they said, you know what? This is crazy. You're fired. <laughs> it ain't working. <laughs> That's it. And uh, yeah, I think it was yeah, the difference engine that, that Jim mentioned here. If you go I mean, to the Steampunk Symposium website, it'll give you a little more detail about the difference engine and then later his analytical engine and that sort of thing. But that's why, apparently, International Steampunk Day is yesterday. Okay, so they're basing it off the difference engine, which is actually pretty cool. There's a couple books written about like the difference engine being the name for steampunk books. 
We've had it a couple. Was, uh, of, yep. William and a different engine. William Gibson novel, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah. Kind of how everything different engine is brought up in a lot of books as well. Yes. It's a um, We just cut each other off. Boy, we're 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 professionals. <laughs> It's difficult when you have to wait for like that. You don't want that two to three second deal going on because that was another one of those things I had to edit out. Was about every two to three seconds we had like a two second pause, pause, and everything. And I hate it. I yeah. hate it. I hate it. I know. But that's just what we have to deal with here <laughs> with, with using Zoom and all these different programs because there's only so much bandwidth. But uh, that's pretty cool. I didn't realize it was based on. Yeah, I'm actually and be. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm done. As I said, being, being in a hotel using their bandwidth, I don't know how good it is or not. I mean, as far as I know, we might drop any second now. Uh, so I apologize if we do. We're not going to do back that. As soon as we can, if that does happen. Well, I'm not going to do it on purpose, but who knows what happens you know, with the, <laughs> the Wi-Fi here. But, uh, you mentioned so, I mean, normally I'm, this difference engine was the size of a barn. Oh, which doesn't surprise yep. me. So it was like the equivalent of an old IBM computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the computers they use to get to the moon. <laughs> yep. Hey, we got that to the moon. Story. And then we shrank it. Right. Now we use calculators. So you mentioned it was Bourbon, Bourbon, also International Bourbon Day as well yesterday. Yes, it and was. As we started, as we started the last last show, we, we started saying saying what we're drinking for today. I found out here in West Texas, I went to the H -E, the local HEB and boy, it was difficult for me to find something I wanted because it was just IPA after IPA. Uh, really? Because usually it's IPA, like cheap beer after cheap beer after cheap beer in that area. There was, there was a lot of that too. There was a okay. lot of cheap beers, even like single bottle sales, everything. But I found one that looked interesting enough. It's called um, Petrus Cherry Nitro Chocolate Quad. <sighs> you're gonna like that's that. right down your alley. Yeah, you're gonna like that. It's definitely. I was I was about to give up too, and I looked up, and there it was. Like, oh, I had to. It was it was a four pack. Um, I'm I drank a little. Bit, I'm drinking of it right now. It is. You can taste the cherry. It is very cherry. Mm. <laughs> There's oh, a lot so of cherry in this. Sour? Is it a sour beer? Not sour. Just cherry flavor. But for saying chocolate quad, I would expect more chocolate <laughs> than chocolate. cherry. For some reason, chocolate does not come across in beer well. Uh, I've, my, my friend used to try to make chocolate stouts. I've had chocolate stouts, and they never taste like the chocolate like you'd like expect. Chocolate. It's more like cocoa. Well, I know, or or I think a friend of mine, like um, Rockness, had a chocolate stout one time, and it tasted like vanilla, to, actually, according to oh. a friend of mine. <laughs> I'm getting a very funny look from my wife when I say that, but it's like that powdered Hershey's chocolate stuff. It's it it's it actually is chocolate, but for some reason it just doesn't translate well to a beer. I, yes, this this was very this is very cherry. So nice. Bobby and, uh, and I can I can point you to a chocolate stout that you might find. Passing. I would I would be interested. Uh, Sam Smith's. Chocolate stout. Okay. Lavia, yeah. you remember that. That's very good. It's very yes, I good. Mm -hmm. I no, that what, what are you drinking, uh, Jack? I 
I'm drinking a little bit of this Cayman Reef Premium Horchata Cream Liqueur. Ooh, Horchata. So if you like Horchata and you also happen to like, oh, what the hell, what's the Bailey's Irish Cream, this is like the awesome mixture. It is so worth it. So, um, there's, there's, rum, there's rum in that too, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, what are they using? It is uniquely is crafted. Yada, yada, yada. I think it is. Yep. No. Cayman Reef rum. Yeah, so I think I've had some of that. It, it was very, it was very sweet, very, very sweet. If yeah, I it's very sweet. I, I recommend mixing it in coffee. It's the best way to drink it. Or <laughs> if you're just, I, I also sip Bailey's out of a out of a shot glass. I'm weird that way. One of the first you, facts I've ever had. I'm sitting here with my best friend. We're going, ooh, this tastes so good. And they're like, you're supposed to shoot it. Why would I waste this thing that tastes better than ice cream? <laughs> Erica brought over a bottle of the uh, Sam Smith's organic chocolate stout. I am not drinking this right now, but that's what that looks like. That is, yeah, that's good stuff. That is really good stuff. That's nice. Have that in the fridge outside. They nice. have it at Costco. It's at Costco. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> tonight I have made myself an old-fashioned, not knowing that it is. The day after National International Whiskey Day, but bourbon, bourbon, excuse me. Um, and I made it with my favorite Darby's Reserve uh, rye whiskey. Uh, rye whiskeys are often very bitey, very harsh, and I like this one because I find it much smoother, easier to drink, uh, and it's not too expensive because I'm po. But uh, <laughs> I, I do recommend. So that's what I'm drinking tonight. Nice. Here. And you and there's an orange slice in it. You said right. Oh yeah, because it's no fashion. <laughs> yes. Got to wear. Got to keep off the uh, the scurvy somehow. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So on to I guess on today's topic, we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about conventions, past, present, future. And stuff like that, mostly past and future, because there's not a whole lot going on presently. Um, Cancellation 2020. Everyone needs to join that group on Facebook. <laughs> I guess we'll start with that. <laughs> What's that? Basically, it's a whole bunch of people who made a Facebook group and they're considering it to be an ongoing 2020 con uh, convention throughout the year. And everyone's like posting pictures of their costumes or posting pictures of like tags they're making for the cancellation 2020 It's like, I got my ticket or I got my panel, my panel pass or, <laughs> and people are like musician, you know, for you know, making t-shirt. It's funny. Everyone it's going nuts. It's just cancellation 2020 being this massive fun convention online that everyone's doing. And uh, there's actually been a couple of these posting on their website to on their uh, Facebook page too. So people are podcasting. So we, I may actually just throw this over there later after we're done here. And, sure. Uh, why not? Yeah. Actually, let's see if I can link it over there right now. It might might uh, pull some people across. <laughs> that's a, that's a like general fandom con, right? If you're uh, not just steampunk, but you it's know, anime yeah. and gaming and movies and all the stuff. <laughs> Someone was me. excited. <laughs> uh oh, we're losing voice. We lost Jack. Are you in there, Jack? Flavia, you there, stopped I moving. See him. I just can't hear him. 
I had myself muted because I had a dog barking downstairs. I apologize. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, we heard the initial bark. It was funny. I'm sorry to put us off. What was it we were talking about again? Uh, cancellation 2020? Cancellation? Cancellation 2020. And isn't there, I mean, didn't we mention the last time there's a steampunk? Uh, Jim just brought it up, and yes, virtual steampunk. Yeah, virtual steampunk. Very similar. Yeah. Um, for those of you who are into steampunk, I think that's pretty much all of you. I definitely recommend. I uh, hope so. <laughs> it, it's the same sort of uh, virtual pretend we're at a convention, but everybody posts their their con getup, and uh, you know the vendors are out there, and and they've got. Uh, Live music streamers. Um, I think mm -hmm. I think uh, Frenchie and the Punk did a stream. Yes, I was about they, to mention them. Got put into uh, virtual SteamCon, uh, so it's it's a it's really a good resource. Everybody seems to be gathering around uh, that as the the mm -hmm. lockdown SteamPunk's place to be, if you will. Yeah, so like yeah, so if if you, if you know of a vendor who hasn't who's lost revenue because they haven't been able to go to cons, hook them up. Let them know about this virtual steam bomb. They can put their put their links on there, and you know maybe they'll get some business kind of thing. Oh yeah. You know? And oh. it's like I said, yeah, French the Punk. They've been going live quite often, at maybe once a week on their own on their own page. And you know they they play for like maybe 15, 30 minutes. You know they don't play for very long, and you know. And that you know, of course, they're looking for tips. Hopefully, because you know they have to get by as well, because they they relied on the, the the circuits that are closed down right now as well. You know. Oh yeah. Um, so you know, if you get a chance, give them a listen. And whenever they come live, they're still they're 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 one of my favorites out there. They were they in fact they were one of our first guests on, on our Texas Steeple Connection, <laughs> like very early on. Yeah, yeah. They were one uh, of the first bands in our. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. They were one of the first bands in our, our Steam Chess Box. That was actually. Yeah, I think I have every one of their albums. Yeah. Now we have it at Steampunk November. Mm-hmm. Of course, Steampunk like November. I think, like the first ten minutes of, the first ten minutes of that conversation got messed up due to some kind of feedback, and so we lost that on the audio. Yeah, there was a there was a sound problem with the recording, and they told this great story that all got lost because yeah, it had to it was about camping yeah. somewhere and a bunch of tarantulas involved. <laughs> so maybe nice. maybe we'll get them back maybe on we'll today, and they can retell that story. Story again sometime, yeah. Um, but that that was a great interview, despite myself. Um, <laughs> well, we were both brand new. We never, I've never done really done before. Um, yeah. Of course, that was that was thanks to our friend um, Russ Argo, who set us up DJ because he was Russ friends with Argo. them and knew them. So that's good. That, of course, that happened to Steampunk November, one of the one of our favorite cons in Texas. Practically the only con in Texas right now. Yeah, I'm hoping they're going to go live this year. Yeah, they have till November to figure it out, or sooner. Hopefully, they'll, yeah. they'll have a definite yes or no. But speaking of cons in Texas, we had a, we've had a few in the past. Most of them only lasted once. <laughs> didn't didn't go much further. Mm -hmm. um, one of the first ones mm -hmm. I ever went to was in Austin. I forgot what it was called, though. What was that one we went to in Austin? Uh, that was uh, Clockwork Con. Clockwork Con? Okay. Yeah, we That's where we, that where we first discovered yeah. Steam. That's where we first discovered Steam Powered Giraffe. Wait, that I was I really like. 
Yeah, we ran um, into him at the uh, at the oh the one in the air the the uh, yep airplane bay. Uh, right. Yep. We went. We went to that one too. That was pretty. That was a good show. So yes, but yeah, that's yeah. Fine. We discovered steam powered giraffe here in Austin. Then we went to Clock. Then we went there. Sorry. Go ahead. I, I was I wanted to reminisce about Clockwork Con for just a little bit. Uh, my understanding okay. was it was organized by some some dude who who wasn't even in Austin. He was uh doing work or, or going to school in West Texas or something, but decided Austin was wow. a very central location to have this convention, which is crazy. Nobody puts a convention in Austin because it costs too much. It is All expensive in Austin. Expensive. But uh, uh, he did it and brought in these big name bands. Um, and it was, it was fantastic. It was amazing. Um, it really set my expectations a little too high for any conventions I went to after that for steampunk. <laughs> and yeah, and I agree. By the next year, he'd like moved in with his girlfriend and they both moved to Houston so she could go to college. And uh, this yeah. was sort of left. It behind. never happened again. Yeah. Uh, but that was a good that was a good con for a first time for me for going to the first steampunk con because I've been to other conventions for other reasons like the comic book conventions and stuff like that. This is my first steampunk one. It was pretty well done. Apparently, it was organized by Cracked Monocle Games. So that was Jim. No, that's not Cracked Monocle. Yeah, was Jim your Raven? Was right? Commodore's Ball or Clockwork Con organized by Cracked Monocle? Because oh, yeah, I know question. those guys. <laughs> Then uh, I remember this is what killed it. We no went to, doubt. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. I'm thinking there's also one we went to San Antonio that was in the that hotel downtown that that had um <sighs> right. That was Etherfest. Um yeah, and, uh, and it was in the Roosevelt Hotel, right? Yeah. Uh what's the name of the, the dude who who uh did that? Yeah, that one was. I mean, it was kind of small. I mean, it was. It was really small. They had vendors. They didn't have anything too huge, like no bands or anything like that. But you know, it was interesting. Was that that wasn't? Is that the same one that was at the? Well, there was two of them in San Antonio. Was that the only one? Um, they did it two years in a row. So yes, either that's right. One, I think was was in an outdoor sort of garden grotto place. That one had bands. I remember that one had some bands there, right? They were pretty good. It was some of them. Bands. Uh, we got the VIP tickets, which apparently didn't have <laughs> to. I don't remember what we got for that. <laughs> nothing. We got nothing You're for it. About something else. That was Dorian Gray's ball. What? Really? Yeah. That oh. was Dorian Gray's ball. And that was yes, you're right. Pablo. Oh, uh... yeah, right, Pablo. Pablo. Yeah. But he. Yeah. he but that wasn't the. Did he? Yeah. Are you sure? He was the mover and shaker in San Antonio. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm pretty sure uh, Pablo... San Antonio Neo-Victorian Association. Basically did Etherfest uh, and his crew. I, I, yeah. Eric is right. Etherfest was really small. It was still two years ago. What I liked about Etherfest... What I liked about Etherfest was the was the hotel it was in. That was They had a bunch of um, stuff from Theodore Roosevelt. Which is, I mean, you know, we're the Roosevelt. Well, we were the Roosevelt Adventuring Society at one point, so that was like home base for us. 
<laughs> they had like a display hall, it's like his guns and stuff like that. It was a beautiful hotel, and it was just a great place for, for photography. It's a perfect location. Apparently, Jim knows it all. Hey, Jim, St. Anthony. St. Anthony was here too. What's, that wasn't the hotel, though, St. Anthony. No, yeah. Did we go the to Saint Anthony Hotel. Yeah. Uh, okay. Which is where Roosevelt stayed, uh, which is why we're right, here. Right. And Jim's he said they did three. Five. I only remember those. Those are the only two I remember, though. I don't remember the third. What was that one? Okay, Jack. I know you're upset. You don't have to growl. <laughs> It wouldn't mean. Um, <laughs> that's that's over here, right, right up there. Oh, that's me. That's me. Oh, okay. So you're growling at us. Okay. No, that's uh, funny. Sorry. <laughs> no baby. <laughs> no worries. It was funny. Like he moved to Europe and he's doing like college study. He's doing study in Europe now. Um, Living his best life somewhere out there. That's well. That's cool. So yeah, Jim, what was the third one? Um, Erica mentioned it. The uh, uh, Dorian Gray's ball. Yeah, that was, was one. The, and there was the one at the San Anthony's. What was the other Ether one? Fest was two years in a row. Ether Fest. Okay. And I don't think it was at the uh, San Anthony. The I don't, second. I don't remember going. To, Oh, yeah, I don't remember going to Santa. I remember going to the Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Pablo Vasquez. Yeah, the the Menger. The, the Menger. That's the one I remember. That one and the, the Dorian Gray one. I don't remember the other one. I don't think we went to that one. Unfortunately, I missed most I of them. Or a lot of the ones you're talking about right now, so I don't have a whole lot of input on it. Yeah, they're small. Where, 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 where have you been? Where have you been I, recently? I was over. Well, I was actually in Midland, Texas, where a lot of these were going on, having my first child. So it was kind of one of those things. If I had, well, to no, I'm not saying. I'm saying which. What cons have you been to? Oh. That, that, uh, <laughs> not where have you been? Where have you oh. been? Where have I? Been? Yeah, man. Where were you? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Actually, uh, he. <laughs> person in chat was the one that was pulling me around going, why are you at all these things? I'm like, mm, I want to be, but, uh, uh, let's see. You remember we when you said your wife Wild went West to, Con. did you go to Wild West? Yeah, we went to Wild yeah, West. I want to go to like that one someday. Two, three, five, I think. And then we've kind of missed a couple of them now. Um, oh, hell. I am not the person to ask a lot of, a lot of Infinicons <laughs> and, uh, what? What's have, that one? Have, What's something that's con? the one in Dallas. Uh, um, it's it's a good one. It's a all kind of thing con technically. Okay. The, the, the steampunk contingent. It would be mostly the people that are here at the moment, um, or usually here. Uh, a couple people in San Antonio. Our good friend Arco Bancroft and uh, Jesse also come up for it fairly often. Um, we've done. If you actually go to the uh, our steam chest YouTube channel and watch the little video we have up the, uh, the ether, I think it was the ether engine or something like that. It was all shot within a 10 hour period and edited for like months afterwards to make it actually do something as a video. Cause it was supposed to be like, okay. Everyone was like, let's take some vignettes and do some fun stuff because we have a friend who knows how to do after effects now. Well, it turned into not just, let's just do little vignettes. It turned into like a whole little storyline and then dad's bigger and bigger and bigger. And then it's like, Oh yeah, this would be great. And then I get to sit down with all the data. Like this is horrible. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, what did we just do? <laughs> what have I done? But uh, I edited it into something that was actually pretty cool. And uh, with very little... I didn't get it. I sent it to the After Effects guy. He never got me. He 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 made some stuff out of it, but he never gave me that shots. He gave me the raw stuff back. So I'm just like, but I wanted oh, the stuff okay. you messed with, so I don't have to figure it out. But uh, it it was fun. It was fun. I turned I turned ten hours of video into about fifteen minutes, and then I turned another fifteen minutes into two and a half minutes of something that makes more sense. Wow, but that's, it's fun. that's a lot of cutting down. Yeah, that's a lot it, of work. So if anyone's interested, you can go to the you know, Steam Chest website or, or yeah, and go to their YouTube link and uh, you can click on that. It was fun. But that was shot at um, uh, Alcon. And Alcon's actually pretty cool. We need more steampunk people there. We have usually a pretty good contingent that show up. Um, there's usually a evening where we do a, um, ah, what do you call it? Um, role play. And I'm you know, I'm usually involved in that, and uh, it's always been fantastic. We're usually either the most most enjoyed part of the evening outside of the concert, and sometimes better than the concert, or the one year that we didn't do so well. It, this wasn't Alcon. It was the other one that Alcon bought out, and then they don't, I don't think they do this one anymore, but it was they had a, um, a big Harry Potter event go on, and that was more entertaining than anything else going on because they had uh classes you could go into and you know it's like the, okay it's against the dark arts and then you know you so the the evening so you really were involved in that one a lot and they were a lot of people were rolling in and out of that that panel room a lot doing the um doing the uh doing the panels and whatnot the first evening they had something going on there was the hat sorting and everyone in our convention was like oh my god we're gonna do the hat sorting and they everyone ran out of the panel rooms there's this, this stampede towards the end of the hall, and all the all the panelists are like, "What's going on down there?" But uh, even the steampunk people were were like bouncing in and out between those two with our with our stuff. So it was fun. Okay, yeah. Jim just reminded us the corrupted cog happened in Austin that one year. Yes, downtown. Um, that was really small. <laughs> well, that was the same guys who were doing that. What was the name of the fest? What? Weird West Fest in Giddings. That's right. Weird West Fest in Giddings. My oh yeah, in Giddings, which we went like two or three years in a row. I haven't even heard of that one. Two years in a row, and then they tried to do the corrupted cog here in Austin, and it just crashed yeah. and burned. Um, I mean, I'd go to Giddings for it. Yeah. Well, you're halfway there. Yeah, it was. It was I a know, fun. Right? Little, it was a fun little con. I mean, it was. It was a little tiny con in Giddings, and it was really well done. You know, it and right, they, it was at the train station. But, yeah. And uh, yeah, it was really, really cool. I, I, I enjoyed it immensely um, for for how limited it was. Um, I did not stay. I don't think any of us stayed for the uh, evening live music at the Peanut Factory, which is just right, like which was across the street. Yeah, a rotting barn, an empty rotting barn across the street from where the con was. Mm. Uh, it was gonna fall in on us while we were in there. I mean, not. Really. They had like no no chairs or seating anywhere when, when you looked in, right? Yeah, no, no. It was like an uh, afterthought. I, <laughs> I, I guess I don't know. It was it was fun anyway. I had a great time. I wish they were still doing something like that. Uh, I, I could definitely put 
put my efforts into supporting somebody else doing a convention mm -hmm. again. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I forgot. I almost forgot about that hotel that one in Gideon. Some that those are. Then we went yeah. to uh, there's, there's that other one that happened down in Colleen that we went to. Well, the second year, I went the first year where it was it was actually going to be it was a steampunk convention, and I had um, Agent Blue Stocking from the Dollhouse. The, the dollhouse podcast and she was on the, she was on on it with me we recorded there live on, on on site and it was it was it was it was like a, it was just like a ren fair but it was steampunk you know it was they had it but they had it in the outside in the park and they had it inside in their in their in the big building they had and it was, it was really spread out so and i think it was smaller than it looked because it was really spread out <laughs> you know so it looked big but it wasn't because you, because we went the next year when where they combined it with the Renaissance Fair. Ah, remember, my, guys? Yeah, they that, combined that, it with the Ren Fair, and that that really took a lot away from the steampunk area. That was in Kerrville, and yeah, it was kind of yeah weird. Kerrville. That's what I meant. Yeah. But they uh, but they gave us free passes because I because I just simply mentioned, hey, you know, steampunk convention, you know, Texas Steampunk Connection is going to be there. Say, so, well, uh, you know, tell us your names and we'll we'll get your passes. So we got free passes. That was super nice. <laughs> we made our own fun too, so. Oh yeah, we did Wimberley. Yeah, yeah. Wimberley had a few had a few things. I the guy in the comments here will tell me um, where was the one we went to that was like between here between Austin and Dallas, and we did it like twice, and it was on the campus, the college campus, and uh, that one was a fun one. I cannot remember the name of it to save my life right off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, That's the one that you've been. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, the, well, it was a call. I mean, facts. That's the one you vend at or used to vend at. Oh, is that yeah. Geek Fest. Geek Fest. There it is. Geek Geek Fest. Fest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not not a steampunk con, yeah. but no. Uh, I'll say it's not a steampunk con, but I was I, I pretty much sat in nothing but the science uh, one of the professors' offices or uh, classrooms doing doing panels for the entire thing. So, like most of these conventions, that's how you saw. Like, <laughs> It's like that's all I saw was my booth and then panel rooms. <laughs> oh yeah, that was also in Colleen. That was right. The top experience is much different when you're working the whole time. It uh, is. I, yeah. It is. I'm I'm actually looking forward to not working one here soon. I'm actually considering maybe this November not not working one and just do advertising. And uh I'm I'm tired of having to deal with all that that goes on with you know tables and hauling product and worrying about selling product. <clears throat> but, Getting up in the morning, yeah. staying sober all day. Uh, what? Yeah, but yeah, I mean, the, the yeah, good yeah. thing is, is that having a place to crash on site with all your gun, all your junk that you don't have to like heap on your friends. Like, hey, can you put this behind your table? But uh, oh, right, we just drove home. Yeah, unfortunately, we. Well, it's an hour yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah, yeah, Colleen's really close. <laughs> However, we did do that. We did have a table at Steampunk November two years ago, and yeah, it was it wasn't as fun as actually just being an attendee there. <laughs> and unfortunately, we were we were talking. There, there was a guy called with a knife shop right next to us, yeah. and he offered to give us space at his booth next the year after, but we didn't go that year, so unfortunately, we lost that opportunity. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was this last year, and we'd really run out of steam for for this, uh, <laughs> this podcast project. Uh, so it's great that we're picking this back up again. 
but uh, th we didn't have anything to present. Um, no, we didn't. Uh -oh, what was that? Okay, let's uh, let's uh, hit a couple other things. Jim mentions the Nightmare Machine. Jack, did you ever go to that? I don't know that we, one. No, I never heard of that. What is this? I don't know. I was hoping you did. Um, <laughs> seems like amazing. That was in Dallas. That, yeah, that was his con too. That was one of the best ones we've been to. So, uh, no, the one -off con. Gotta love the one-off cons. They're mm -hmm. some of the best ones. Right. Yeah, I don't know the Nightmare Machine either. I did go to a. I did specifically go to Seattle. I think I mentioned this before. I went to Seattle for the Steampunk Symposium, and that was a blast. It was. It was in it. It was in their convention center downtown. <laughs> and it, I mean, it was. It was fun. They had. They had a. Well. Yeah, they had everything. They had, you know, of course, they had the vendors. They had panels. I went to several panels. They were pretty fun. They, at, at the night, they had like a, they had a ball. Then they had, well, they also at the same time they had a burlesque show. I went to the burlesque show, not the ball. And I got to tell you, it was a really good burlesque show. So that that'd be another. I think we mentioned the top. That was one of the topics you mentioned. We might talk about later is burlesque and steampunk. But this yeah. one was a really good one. <laughs> um, and but the thing is, it would not. I would have been. I went and visited a friend there that I met at another con that we went to in Las Vegas, which was an awesome con as well. And it was a one-off too. Yeah. And it was also a one-off. <laughs> but I would, one thing I got to mention though, is like all these cons, if I were by myself, sadly, I would have been bored out of my skull. I only had a good time because I went with friends and had friends there. Yes. Um, <laughs> Another reason I usually get a table is because all my friends are vendors most of the time anyway. And so we all like get in, get in on one table and we split it like three to four ways and where we hang out most of the time anyway is at our table. So, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, unfortunately, I mean, so it's, it's always good to make friends. I mean, when we were in Las Vegas, we made a lot of friends in Vegas. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, we just, I don't know. We all just, we just got a group together and we all clicked. And we had a blast. It just, I mean, not even definitely at the con itself, but like outside the con in Vegas, running why, up and down the strip. We, we all went down to, uh, uh, what was the name of that the bar? Street? <laughs> um, Fremont, Fremont Street. With the big, with the big uh, light show Fremont. over over it. Yeah, we went down Fremont Street and we all got roaring drunk. <laughs> yes. And that is a bonding experience. Roaring drunk and and then hunting for our lost members who have wandered away. That <laughs> I get that. We uh we had kind of the same experience when we went to um, the Alien Con steampunk mixed group over in um, New Mexico. Uh, I can't remember the name of the town. The alien little the a little alien town. Um, um. Uh, yeah, that, Roswell? yeah, Roswell. They have like uh -huh. Alien Fest, which Roswell, is a family event. But then our the people we knew there, um, they were running their steampunk event as at the same time, so they were being able to like oh, get cool. people from both both groups. And they had it in an old, was it like a renovating mall? So like they had none of the Macy signs or none of the signs. It was like they just got it built, but no one had like invested any money in this thing yet. So our panel rooms were literally like where the Foot Locker was going to be, and like the big room oh, wow. where the um like the 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 sales room was in one of the big giant like JC Penney's areas. But uh, like none of the signage was up. You didn't know which one of these places were going to go anywhere. It was really pretty cool. Um, 
they were doing a radio, a radio station, kind of like how to do podcasting and video editing and all that kind of stuff. And like the guy pulled out his microphone and what kind of sold me on the microphone that I bought was his because you couldn't hear it, but he was able to record things in like four or five other rooms that were going on. And the room was like dead quiet, but his microphone was able to pick up stuff going through the walls. I'm like, well, I guess this is a pretty decent one then. But uh, maybe a little bit too sensitive. Yeah, we when we were messing with the we were messing with all like all the settings on that was Mac Mac settings. Okay, but it was it was really fun because they they do a radio they used to do a radio show and um, so it was it was kind of him showing off a little bit. It was a dying mall. Okay, so they had already sold off all their stuff. It was an interesting an interesting convention to go to. It was fun. I also went to Dragon Con a couple of years ago. They have a steampunk track. Um, there wasn't really much during the day for steampunk, but they had a steampunk ball, and that was pretty cool. The steampunk ball is run by these. Uh, there's a there's a podcast called. My mind just went blank on me. <laughs> oh, I, I, I can't believe I forgot the name of that podcast. And I listen to it all the time too. I look. Let me oh, look it up here real quick. Right. Yes. Eric yeah, Clockwork Cabaret. Yeah, Clockwork Cabaret. Yes, they, they they were they DJ it and it's pretty good. Um, lately, I've been, I still listen to them. They're not doing a whole lot of steampunk per se. They kind of drifted away, but they still drift back into steampunk. Their music is just basically very eclectic, you can say. So that's steampunkish, you know. But like they say, you know, like the, you know, we always had the argument: what's steampunk music? It's like, well, you know, if a steampunk likes it, it's steampunk music. There you go. <laughs> Pretty much. Like it was like, does it have to be talking about old stuff, or does that to sound old schooly? I'm like, no, that's just bonus points. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> they have to wear hats. Yeah, I mean, technically, the cog is dead is considered steampunk, and like they hardly sound like a steampunk band, but everyone loves them. So, right. yeah. Like, I don't know. I, what I love. Sound <laughs> should sound like, uh, huh? Well, it's everything. Yeah, that, that's I a mean, whole other topic for yeah. show. It is, it is true, and it all depends on like what flavor of music you like, and then do you want mm -hmm. your do you want your lyrics to go with what's going on? It's one reason. Like, um, oh, I am today is not my day for my brain, but one reason like the airship pirate music got really popular because they were singing about things you would do as an airship pirate, and it was really gritty and gritty. Like Ab Abney Park? Yeah, Abney, Abney Park. Park. They do that, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's the reason they got so popular about it is because the songs they were singing were about the world in which they were in. So mm -hmm. I give bonuses if, you know, you give me a song that immediately sticks me in a situation mm -hmm. that makes me feel steampunk. I believe that's more steampunk than... You know, a song that was written yeah, in like, time period using time period pieces, but has nothing to do with what I was doing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, like Steam Power Giraffe. I mean, they're all original, for the most part. But they sound. I mean, every their other songs sound different. Well, they sound. I don't know. They have like more. The of first album. I know the first album really well because they're yeah. big in Japan. But right. Like, it's other songs like Fire Fire. It's a song about guys stuck on a space station as they all burn or freeze to death. Not exactly steampunk, but I love that song. But they also okay. I don't know that one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you have to listen to the you know you have to listen to the lyrics. It's hilarious because you don't really pay attention. You're paying attention, just kind of like slowly clicks. And like, why am I why am I like liking the sing to the oh my you know? But uh, it some of their other songs are good. But what really brings them into being steampunk is their acting or their ability being on stage and just hashing out mm -hmm. the automaton thing. So they can do anything they want. Right. So doing, you know, the automaton thing and it works out. They stay in character. Yeah. They stay in character off stage too. 
Oh yes. <laughs> facts facts of those the, out for sure. The only time they're not <laughs> they're not in character is when um, like the spine is running around as Rex Markley. It, it makes right Rex when Markley. he's not in costume. You know. Yeah, he's, he's in not. his other costume. And, uh, <laughs> but I was like the steampunk cabaret. They like Tom Waits a lot. So apparently Tom yeah. Waits is steampunk. Um, <laughs> well, you remember Mystery Men? Yes. Yep. Th that awesome diesel punk uh, machine that he's driving around in. He's perfect. He's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, you mentioned going to Wild West, uh, Wild Wild West Con. Yes. And that's, that's an a Arizona, con we've never been to. So what, tell us more about that. Oh man. Okay. Wait, is that in New I, Mexico or Arizona? That's the one in Arizona. So Arizona, okay. Yeah. Uh, the one in there. Okay. So Wild Wild West Con, it is, they have completely re, uh, they've rebuilt this town a couple of times, but it's, it's a whole bunch of replica buildings and old ones. They've moved from other, other old 1800s, um, oil, gold, and you know, just like railroad towns that were mobile. And they built this town, like basically a township out of it. And they've kept it up and like different movies that these, these scenes were in. They have plaques on the building saying this 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 scene was oh, cool. in this and this and this, and so it's basically a big production lot for uh, West movies. A lot of Wild Wild West movies were shot there and have been are still produced there. You'll they won't always shoot a whole movie in one of these towns, but they'll shoot segments of. Okay. And so, like I know, um, we were we were watching uh, oh the one on HBO right now, the kind of Wild West. Uh, Machine, I can't come up with the world's word to say, but uh, can't come up with the name. But uh, one of their old Not movies, Westworld? huh? Westworld, yes, Westworld. There was a scene where one of the buildings they were in, I'm like, I've sat in that chair. So, <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. So, it's, it's kind of those things you'll notice it in a lot of movies as you're watching, going, That I, why does that give me deja vu? And then you'll look it up and like, Oh, that was shot there. It was one of the you know, one of the filmed and location spots. <laughs> And um, so it's really cool. I, I, I've been wanting to go to that one. And like I said, I was set up. I had the tickets, but then my yeah. my, my travel partner backed out on me. So if you want to go back, let me know. I'll go. I'm, I'm after all this all this stuff going. I would love to go back. Uh, there they had they'll have panels in like the chapel and the bar. They'll have movies playing that are steampunk oriented. A lot of or like the you know amateur films and. Um, they also have big, uh, big, um, err, they have music, lots and lots of music. Actually, if you watch, uh, the, uh, some of the steam powered draft, uh, live videos on their YouTube channel, there's a whole big crowd of people sitting at their feet. That's actually shot there in wild, wild West con. And oh, cool. unfortunately you only see my hat in one of those shots for about a brief <laughs> second because I was sitting on the one of the other cameras. So you never actually got to see us, but Lex and I were there sitting under one of the cameras, basically. And so That's uh, funny. I was there, but all my other friends are there. You can see them at one point or another, but you can never see I was like, I can't be on TV to save my life. But, uh, <laughs> You'll get your five minutes of fame sometime. One day. I mean, I've been I've been trying to do that with my other other channels too. I'm just like, one day I'll be popular. I swear. <laughs> but uh, not that I care. What else have we been to? What we went to? Well, there was one time there was the Houston the Houston group was trying to get some stuff going together. We went to that one museum for that prison museum one time. 
That wasn't really That's, a convention. It was just sort of an outing. It wasn't really, but it was a gathering. It was an outing, but it could have been fun, except they kind of didn't recognize us or didn't acknowledge us there, or they showed up late. It just didn't work they didn't out so well. They they would, <laughs> so we're the only ones walking around the, the prison museum. Uh, in Which our is kind of cool. Um, and then finally, a few people trickled in and then totally ignored us. <laughs> Not that I'm bitter. Uh. No, what happens is if since you're in if you're in costume and you're one of those old prisons like that, and people start wandering in that aren't dressed up, you can just like, you know, just completely go into the part of like leading them through there and like you know doing <laughs> doing tours, <laughs> making stuff up. Like, this is they the chair where such and such sat in. Yep, Billy <laughs> the kid was here. <laughs> I would read on this everything myself. My great great granddaddy ran this place. <laughs> Uh, there's also a convention in Missouri that we've wanted to go to. Is that um, the one on the steamboat? Oh, yeah. Yep, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Big River Steampunk Convention. Yes. That one on the river boat. That would be fun. Like, convention. It takes like a, a plane ride and like a hour, two, three hour drive. Or so. it was, it's like a weird way to get there. You can't just get there. Yeah, the problem, the problem with us getting there is getting there. You can't yep. fly in. Yeah. It's not near an airport. Um, what do you expect? It's Missouri slash Louisiana. If you're not if you're not taking like three different forms of transportation to get anywhere, then there's no reason to go. <laughs> Unless it's like Bourbon Street. So we, even then, you still have to use like so three. We gotta, so we gotta take take the stagecoach, followed by uh, take the train to the stagecoach to the <laughs> I get the airplane to the rental car to the uh, to the airboat to the. Wagon to the guy named Earl with the with the, the you know the donkey, and then we get on the boat. So you're just like sitting there shedding gear as you're going. Like, this is not worth carrying anymore. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Eventually, we want to go to that one too. Um, that would be fun. I I know I know some people who actually run that one, and uh, they've been oh, cool. That's, that's out there. Yeah. Yeah, the photos look perfect. But we can't go to those because we're on lockdown. Yep. Yay. Yes, we're on lockdown. And being virtually on a steamboat, playing poker virtually, just does, does not work for me. <laughs> no. I can't. I can't do my Maverick bit if I'm not on the. If I'm not there. We did go to uh, New Orleans and and took a steamboat with the local steampunk community. Uh, Flavio, you didn't make it. I don't think. I missed that no. one. Yeah, I missed it. I missed it. It was in June. It was, it was so humid. It was like swimming, swimming through soup. But <laughs> we met the local, the local group, and they were awesome. And uh, we posted a few videos of, of, of uh, the ship, the the, the boat. Yeah, and, and I remember that. And that was a lot of fun. And they had a great brunch. That's what's most important. Hey, food's important. This, was, this also wasn't another. This wasn't a convention, is also, but it was a Bon Voyage party for the steampunk cruise that we went to. Ah, oh. and well, we went to the party, out. but we didn't go on the cruise. Oh, okay. well, I didn't go on the cruise. <laughs> no, that's. That, that, I saw those were happening. I'm like, man, that'd be fun. But I mean, but, but Thax did go on. You you did go on one of the cruises though, right? Or two. We we went on the steampunk. Steampunk cruise. Cruise the, the year after. I, I highly recommend it if 
if uh, you can afford it. Of course, not now. It's like a so convention. It's like a convention on, on water, right? But I don't know how a steampunk convention on a cruise would be. So explain. Give, give us a little more. Uh... So my experience is going to be different than previous groups who went. Because by the time we went, it was a very small group. It wasn't a convention on the ship anymore. It was mm. a small group of mm. friends uh, all making reservations together okay. to go on the ship and, uh, and kind of hang out and dress up and have a good time. But there were enough of us that they gave us a dedicated meeting room. Hey. We, we did have a little little tiny room up at the top, uh, the, the very top uh, uh, level. The, Okay. And, and so we got to like do arts and crafts and uh, whatever we wanted to do up there, which was a lot of fun. Um, but mostly it, it is an awesome opportunity to meet folks who are into what you're into that are super excited oh. about being um, from all across the country. I, I met steampunks from Alaska and LA and New York. I met Santa Claus. Canada. Oh, Canada. Our girlfriend Canada. lives in Canada. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you do meet some yeah, interesting cruises in general, but like if you're if you're rolling around going, I'm going to be eccentric on a cruise. It's a little different, even. Well, because I mean, the last cruise I went on, I think we we I took my steampunk gear and we just walked around in our steampunk gear for whatever for dinner and whatnot, yeah, just because. <laughs> Uh, they told me I had to wear a jacket to dinner. They didn't tell me exactly how the jacket yeah. should look. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, I mean, we just, we, yeah, I, I just felt like. Jacket, up like pirates one night. Yeah. 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 Like so, a pirate. You can do whatever you want. You're a paying customer. I mean, as long as you're not yeah. at any body parts that shouldn't be seen. Right, they just don't want you in shorts and flip-flops for the most part. Unless you're yeah. like European for dinner. then they'll actually tell you, don't go on the top deck between this time and this time because it's nude, nude bathing. You know, cruise ships are what they used to be. They don't have the nude deck anymore. Oh. There's no nude deck. There's no uh, cigar bar. It's There's no shuffleboard. It's positively what? No shuffleboard. Why would you There's remove no shuffleboard? Cigar smoking shuffleboard anymore. Yeah, the cigar lounges went away, right? Yeah, those yeah. two. And that was that was a place to go after supper. Mm -hmm. uh, to just yeah. Hang out with your friends and inhale bad atmosphere. <laughs> talk to talk to older men who have been around. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. You can meet yeah. some like old timers who have gone on a hundred cruises and have so yeah. many tales to tell. My grandfather was one of those. I was lucky that he took me on a couple. So got some funny stories from those too. <laughs> when we were down in Central America, I almost got to sell my sister. Did you say sell your sister? <laughs> sell my sister. A guy offered. We didn't take him up on it. We got back on the boat. I was like 16. She was 13. So we were like, we have no idea what we're doing. Let's get back to the boat. <laughs> this is scary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, so wow. those guys with M16s yeah, like over there, we're going to go over there. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that, that was worst case. Worst case. We had a Belizean Rasta man ask uh, Erica if she was married and if she wanted a new husband. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, yes. <laughs> 
Also, he was a doctor. <laughs> of course. <laughs> If you need any help, if you need any medicine, he was oh. willing to help you out. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My brother, he didn't go. <laughs> I might have the dreadlocks for it. <laughs> I know we're off topic, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go over this because we're it's we're talking about boats and you know. We're, we're, we're quickly getting into some really creepy stuff. So this is going to fit really well. Sure. But my brother was in yeah, of course. his high adventure teams. He was 18 and his high, uh, his basically it's a, it's a boy scout troop, but a high adventure team. And they rented out a, a, a schooner and they had a pilot and his first mate. And they decided to go and they go through the Caribbean on it for, a, for like a month. And during their time, they were, parked for a moment and they were basically jumping off the main mast into the water. But if you waited for the, the mast to fling you, you could go like a couple hundred feet off the boat. Well, it started getting wet right around the mast. And so my brother slipped and his big toe went like this with the mast and split it all the way back. Well, they got him quickly to, uh, to one of the islands and they found the, the doctor and he was this young German guy. Well, funny enough, He's like, I can't do the surgery to repair your foot, but my my father can. And this old German guy comes out and he's just like, his arms wiggle like this with the needle. And then he like takes a breath and then does one. So, and then he starts shaking. Oh my God. Again. Well, <laughs> as he's doing this, my, my, my brother's asking questions because he's, you know, they don't actually have, they're pouring like alcohol on his foot to keep it, you know, because there was no anesthesia at this point. They literally had to dump him in a fish wagon full of ice to get him to the doctor from the boat. You know, it's, it's a whole terrible thing. He was a, he was a SS field surgeon from World War II. I was wondering what an old German guy was doing in the Caribbean. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, that was that's my brother's claim to fame right there. From, from the International Tribunal. Yes. Well, I don't think he was important. Wow. I just think he happened to be a field doctor. But uh, I, but the thing was, is they, my brother has no no uh, no. He has like no sign that this ever happened on his foot. So it was pretty impressive. Wow. Yeah. Does he still have feeling in his toe? Oh yeah. I I don't know Ooh. what that guy did, but I know I've. That that does sound <laughs> impressive. <laughs> I wow. broke my finger last year, or last year, and you know I still don't have complete feeling on the top of my uh, top of my finger here, but I got it cut open on both sides, and I'm just like, and uh, it's his foot, like, yeah, his thumb, his big toe. No, okay. <laughs> I think we, I think we can change the subject now. That's, yeah. Wow, that's getting much. What kind of alcohol do they pour <laughs> on it? That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Vodka. Well, it could have, could was it Appleton rum? No, Appleton anything with sugar, and it, so it was just straight vodka. <laughs> like I know Apple, Appleton rum, they have like the, the the when we went to Appleton rum estates, <laughs> they have the guy was saying we well, yeah, had different 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 types of you know rum from the best of the worst, and he was like the worst was like this stuff. It's like alcohol. You know, you rub it on your head if you got a headache. You know, it's medicinal kind of stuff. You know, it's like real stuff. It it was like one fifty one. It was like overproof white rum. It was not really for drinking. Um, <laughs> no. It was it was for medicine. 
Ooh. I drank, Ooh. I drank a lot of it. That, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm intrigued. I want, I want, I want some hot yeah. rock rum now. <laughs> so I know oh, we're, we're completely, I we have been rambling on and on. Okay. I'm so sorry, it, it, and do we want to kind of start wrapping up or do we want to like continue a little bit and then kind of wrap up saying what we're like future topics we want to talk about? Or? We only have like five minutes left for an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's yeah, we should start, we should probably yeah do some do a quick like you said talk about what we're going to talk about in the future and start wrapping it up kind of thing you know. Um, the only thing we haven't talked about is possible future cons. And the only one I can think of is Steampunk November, and we don't know what they we don't we haven't heard hide or hair when that's going to happen because I've been paying attention to his Facebook, and they're still doing lots of renovations, so they're not planning on shutting okay. down. They're probably just they're they're up in the air about this year. So, but if he's still making renovations right. and he's still like improving the bathrooms and putting in flooring and all, you know, doing all this cool stuff, obviously planning on, they can miss one year if they need to. That would, so. that would make, this would be, this would be the year to miss if they're going to miss a year, <laughs> just, yeah. just because of what's all going on in the world. Yeah. It, you could tell it's a real labor of love that he puts all of this Definitely. effort oh, yeah. to building up this site yeah, so. for one weekend. Yeah but it, it is gorgeous. They also do a writer's um, convention there where he bring, where people can come out and they, I know they usually get like civil war guys out there. They get fencing guys, they get sword masters, weapon masters. So that when, so writers can come up and ask questions and they do seminars on how this stuff works. So wow. when they write books, it's more authentic. Other than the guy pulled out his pistol and pulled the triggers. No, you got to do the whole thing. You know, it's better if you can explain. That's, that's pretty cool. So, and I've actually been wanting to go out to one of those. And I think he does it. It's either before or after Steampunk November. I know they do like a, like a Christmas slash New Year's party too. But uh, that's right. We didn't mention the Christmas like um, Dickens on the Strand, Dickens on yes. Maine. We didn't mention those. Well, that Dickens on the Strand is pretty good, pretty fun. It's not necessarily <laughs> steampunk, but we we invaded a lot. It's, it's somebody Dickens. else's event that steampunks have snuck into. Yeah, I mean, it yeah, works. We invaded. <laughs> Dickens, on, Dickens on Maine. Where's where that again? I forgot what Dickens on Maine. That was in Bernie, Texas. Bernie, Bernie. That that was a really fun one. I really enjoyed that one. Um, <laughs> we we have to go back and investigate the, the back alley Santa. We have to go back. <laughs> back alley Santa. That, yes, we've told this story a few times. But we'll right. tell it again another day. Uh, welcome for next year and next time when we talk about back alley Santa. No. See <laughs> <laughs> punk after dark. Hey, 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 that's a Nickelodeon with the goggles. <laughs> okay, so we are definitely going off topic now. But I just wanted to throw in the Dickens on the Strand stuff, Dickens on the Main, even though they're not really conventions, there are things we've gone to. We've also gone to some balloon fests, you know, hot air balloon fests. We've gone to there and had a we good time. A they enjoyed us. They actually launched a balloon. Oh, that's true. We have not. But so whether it's I have always, been, been usually bad at the at, at at the last minute and they can't launch anything. Yep. <laughs> exactly. But they've always but they always enjoyed our presence being there, dressed up, you know. I have never been to a time a place where I try to put it even going to like Renaissance festivals, they've always been happy if you've dressed up for the event. They're, they, I, you always get those people on the side, like, thank you for dressing up and being involved. And uh, I've been to like different conventions, and 
usually being one of those guys who helps people near the door when necessary or, you know, become one of those people who, oh, the guy in the black hat across the way knows what you're talking about. He's the guy, you know, you're, you're looking for the steampunk thing. Go talk to him. And they, they know everything. And, um, you know, so there's a couple of us that have turned into that in our little group. And it's, it's, it's pretty nice. You show up, people expect that the steam chest is going to be, oh, well, we don't have to worry about it. Steam chest and, or like, you know. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, so. I'm going to, I'm going to try to hook the Texas steampunk connection onto the tail and, and follow okay. along y'all <laughs> and ride that tail. Ride that. <laughs> Sorry. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Do it. We We're also, here. I mean, I'm glad to hear that because I mean, cause I mean, we have the steampunk invasions at the different Renaissance festivals around, around here as well. Um, but like, I remember talking, remember Professor, Professor Elemental in Vegas? Not Professor yeah. Elemental, sorry. But I forget his name now. My mind has been blank. Oh. You know, the guy who ran the Vegas the uh, Vegas one. Uh, Doc, uh, Doc Phineas. Doc Phineas. Oh, yeah, Phineas. Phineas. Yes. I mean, he told a story about in California, he, he was in steampunk in a Ren fair and they didn't like him there. They tried to kick him out. But his advantage was is he was also one of the royal court <laughs> in the, in the in of that <laughs> place. personal connection. <laughs> Every now and then I have people like, what are you supposed to be? I'm like, I'm a freaking time traveler. Get over it. You know, like, yeah. I'm here to steal whatever device from a different time period that works. Like if I take the, if I take the goggles off, strap a blaster to my shoulder on my side. I work well in even a star Wars convention. So whatever. There you go. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just weird. I just never understood that story. That you know, he, that they, that, you know, yeah. I don't know. But there are a lot of steampunk conventions in California, from what I've been seeing. They're happening all up and down the coast. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were. I don't know about now because of the shutdown. They always have perfect weather for it too. It's annoying. <laughs> yeah. It's like Seattle. Okay, so we should be wrapping this up. What do we? <laughs> we should, right, let's wrap up. Yeah, let's I love Seattle. Yeah, we, we Although I have to admit, in Seattle, in Seattle. I wasn't hot, but it was so humid. I was just, I was sweating like crazy. Anyway, it was it was Welcome weird. Being in Britain. Like I wasn't like I wasn't like oh, it's so hot. I was just sweating. It was crazy. But uh, yeah. But anyway, let's start wrapping it up. What should we what should, what should, what should we end this with? Um, um future see. topics. Future, a couple future topics. Let's just kind of run over them real quick. Uh, obviously, we want to sure. talk about like future future steampunk planning and making things. Uh, we've already been talking about a bunch of conventions and stuff. Here, you mentioned some of those that you had in your in your email earlier. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank you, talking to you, Fax. That that was just brainstorming. I, I like that, it. you should mention them. I think it'll bring all. people back. Um, well, uh, let, let me look. Let, let me look it up here. here. I got it here, but yeah, let's see. Um, you you brought up uh, Roswell earlier. I am particularly interested in uh, weird alien sightings and cryptid stories. And there are a number of those that happened before the turn of the century that I think would be an interesting conversation uh, for us to have. Um, that uh, I have to do a little more research to make a presentation, but I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I would like to look into that as well because supernatural would like, would like stuff. Springfield Jack be part of that? Remember, you ever heard of Springfield Jack? Spring, Spring Heel Jack. He's, I I've heard of him. Spring Heel Jack. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's he's, he's big in that time. 
and I was kind of focusing no, on he's American England. stuff. But, oh, American but stuff. Okay. Not, it doesn't matter. We could talk about anything. Um, I also suggested perhaps uh, serial killers. Ooh, that's a good one. Jack, uh, especially like American serial killers. That's going to take a lot more research. Yeah. But, you know, oh. the American wet, uh, Wild West was a great place to go to get away with, um, you know, yeah. murdering people in the night. Uh, that could be interesting. Right. The, the evilness of the railroads and the and how they got away with so much crap, too. Is a lawless land, sir. Yes. Um, he said sex and steampunk. Sex and steampunk. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> after dark. Um, talking about, we, yeah, we should talk I about. Think my mom uh, I think my mom watches this, so it's <laughs> how does How does sexuality and, and, uh, like the burlesque, like you said, second yeah. stuff fit into the steampunk community? which I generally think of as a very family-friendly, family-oriented culture. 11 p.m. hits. At the same time, there's, across the internet, you do some images of steampunk, and you get sexy girls in very skimpy costumes, which I'm not faulting, but where do we, how do we do that balance? Where, what is appropriate? Uh, where, where, how, do we, how do we do all that? And uh, burlesque is very popular it, with, with some people. I, I got nothing against burlesque. How does that fit into uh, steampunk? Because I see it at steampunk conventions. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. They usually uh, have it to the side somewhere. So it's not, you yeah, have to yeah, get it, it. It's a late night after dark thing. Mm -hmm. But is, is that steampunk? Is that fit yeah. into our, our steampunk culture? And, you know, it, it's a topic of conversation. I understand. I, right. I look forward to that one because it's a lot more. It's a lot deeper than just hoo hoo hee hee ha ha about it. But uh, <laughs> there's also a lot of hoo hoo hee hee ha. Well, and the thing is, is you also have to look. Right? There's, there's the historical bit, and then there's the the fun bit of it. Then there's the hee hee bit. Then you also, like you said, you have the family. You know, the family. There's, that right yeah. there could be an entire 20, 30, 40 hour a half talk. So, right. right. Yeah, I look forward to that one. Because I think it also uh, has to do. Oh, speaking like the punk too. I'm sorry, I, I missed it. But Judas, Ju Judas and Magnolia, remember them? They do the, mm -hmm. the escape act. The escape artist. Yes, I think it was yesterday. They were doing like a a, a cemetery tour through some little little cemetery out there. But I did. I don't. I, I'm sad I missed it though. But they Aww. they come online a lot and do stuff online. So you know, check them out if you can when they come live online. Um, Judas and Manuel, they were at they they were at Steampunk November. That's where I first met them. They've been on our podcast mm -hmm. a couple of times for short periods of time, um, but they also do the Ren fairs. <laughs> you know, they just change up their garb. You know, it's it's, it's fun. Yeah, they're they're but, they're a nice couple. They're they're really uh, fun and uh, entertaining. Yes, they are. <laughs> but they they've been doing a lot of live stuff, and like I said, they did a cemetery tour. Recently, and they're talking about cemeteries on their on their page on Facebook. So you know, if that 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 might bleed into the supernatural. I'm not really sure because I didn't see it, but it looked interesting. I'm sorry I missed it. <laughs> Maybe we can get them on here. Maybe eventually. I mean, because they're. I mean, I know they're running around because they 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 lost a lot of their their business because of the shutdown and everything. So they, you know, they're probably looking for stuff to do. Yep. You know, unfortunately, we can't pay them. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even pay myself for this. So, it's free you know. advertising. That's all we can offer right now. I get it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that'd be something I, I'll, I'll try to reach out to them, see if they want to, you know, chat for chat with us for a little while next time. Sounds good. Um, but yeah, so like I said, I think it's pretty much time to wrap up. Uh, the last words I have to say is thank you very much. Um, I have other podcasts that I produced on digitalrexfelix.com. Check them out. Jack, what do you have to say? Ah, thank you for joining us. If you're uh, ever interested in looking into a steampunk subscription service, go hit up Steam Chest at uh, chestofsteam.com and uh, join us next week. We're going to have a lot more information and a lot more uh-huh. entertaining two uh, weeks. conversation. Yeah, two, two weeks. weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. And I would like to uh, especially thank our our commenters, uh, Jim Trent, who has been uh, uh, following and and, and helping us. Thanks, Jim. We can't remember. But also Ryan and Jenny Shaver uh, for for being here, tuning in uh, for two two episodes in a row and making comments. It's great to see y'all. And... uh, if you're watching and haven't made a comment, please do. We're still going to be paying attention. We're still going to be uh, watching as this goes into a, a stream, and we'll be able to talk with you through comments. Uh, thank you for, for tuning in. Uh, it's it's great to uh, spend the evening with you. Mm-hmm. Cheers. All right. So once again, thanks again. Yep, cheers. Thank you. <laughs> And um, and, and, well, thanks, thanks. Threw it in last week. I, last time, I, I don't know if I cut them off or not, but there's always mind your gauges. Mind your and, gauges. Mind your gauges. And uh, see y'all in two weeks. <laughs>